Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, 999,000. Opinions unqualified. Live on location in Nixie's gym. Welcome, boys. Uh, very nice introduction there by Nixie. Sean. Uh, Sean Turn is here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm very good. Very good. Um, different. Usually we record on um, Monday nights. It's a it's a Tuesday. Um, we're all all done with our daily business, and we're, we've uh, congregated uh, once again at Nixie's gym. Um, so if you hear if you hear any uh, noises in the background or anything like that, that's just Nixie getting in that work. There's a lot of testosterone going on in this room <laughs> right now. Um, Another thing that's very exciting um, is that hopefully, right now, listening to us, we are coming from the middle, or together, instead of left and right. Um, So let us know what you think, um, and hopefully it is working, because otherwise right now we're recording, and um, it would suck if we got 45 minutes through and then listened again, and um, it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, we did some quick test runs beforehand with our, you know, IT support group and uh, it was looking pretty good. I'm feeling positive about it, but I guess we'll wait until we hear the review from the fans. Exactly. Um, So make sure when you do listen to it, give us some feedback on the sound um, because obviously we are always uh, trying to improve and, and I think we are almost there at getting our sound um, perfect. Um, we are at podcast. This will be podcast twenty nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you know, at least we've finally gotten to a stage where we can almost say that we are. Um, we've got our sound where we want it to be. That's right. I mean, twenty nine podcasts. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, mate. You know, good sound quality takes a bit of work. Um, so, Sam, how was your weekend? What'd you get up to? Um, yeah, so as, as you know, I probably did say uh, before on the on the podcast that I I'm not um liar not liar drinking, <laughs> not drinking for four weeks, um, <laughs> and, and that came to a, a stunning halt at um week three, the end of week three. Um, got some news, to go out for dinner, um, and watch the uh, Death by Denim gig, and I thought it was too good of an opportunity. Um, some would say you don't need a drink to have fun, but when it's your mate's biannual um, event to uh, actually go out and whatnot, you know, I thought I had to I had to be in some good form. Yep. Um, and then I thought, you know, I'll I'll try out the body armor before I um, give it to the other guinea pigs this coming week. Okay, so give us a rundown of how the body armor worked. How did that so, go? Um, we were very excited about that the other day. Yeah, so it's um, best served chilled, mm-hmm. which um, I can see why. Uh, the taste is not the the greatest thing on earth. Yep. Um, so, but it, it is a lot easier when you're drinking it, knowing that hopefully it's going to help you. Yep. Uh, you wouldn't drink it just because it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and and obviously I I probably didn't drink as much as I usually do on a, on a, on a week end night. Yep. Um, so that's also, that came into effect. Um, so drunk it, well, Sunday morning, woke up fresh, 
Uh, came home a bit earlier than I usually do as well. Yep. Um, so I got home earlier, probably drunk a bit less. Um, but I woke up, no, no, uh, no headache, nothing like that. No, um, no like sauce, you know, the uh, wheezy, queasy, queasy stomach. Queasy feeling, yep. Um, you know, a bit tired, but it doesn't um, say that it's going to cure your tiredness. You know, that's at the end of the day, if you stay up late and you're out and about, you're still going to be tired. Exactly. Yep. So, um, yeah. So I think for for last weekend, it was um, successful. Yep. Um, and that was like the the pre-test, mm-hmm. uh, and this coming week will be the um, the one where the uh, opinions unqualified fans uh, will see us putting it to the real test on um, on the Instagram story, I guess. Awesome. I mean, the scientist in me says, you know, we need multiple trials when we're testing something out, right? Exactly. You know, this is one one trial, but we need multiple others to see if it really does do what it says it does. But, you know, trial one, success. Success. So, that's a pretty good sign. It's a pretty good sign. I mean, yes. What I wanted to talk to you about is, because you said you went out to dinner and you don't need to drink to have fun. Yeah. Is it possible to go out to dinner, say with friends or a girl, and not have a drink? Yes, it is. Um, I disagree. Really? Yep. Wow. If I'm out on a date, I have to have a drink. It settles the nerves, makes me feel sociable, makes me look sociable. I struggle. I don't think I can go out and not have a drink. I don't have to get drunk, yeah, but I like to have just, a drink. Just a beer, at least. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I'm quite good. Just um, Although, where we did go, side door barbecue. Has yeah. anyone been there? Never even heard of it. Um, Mount Lawley or Mount something. Yeah. Um, somewhere. Somewhere. Um, American barbecue. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing on earth, but if you want to get your, your American food fix... What, um, kind of, what kind of barbecue do they have? Everything. Everything? Um, bris- brisket, ribs, um, mac and cheese, um, cornbread. Oh, um, I think cornbread's my favourite part. Everything, yeah. yeah. They fried chicken there. All, yeah, it was good. Pretty yeah. good. So I do um, yeah, side door barbecue. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's called. Um, I might have to check that out. Check it out. Uh, not too bad. Like any, like any barbecue place. Not the cheapest, yeah. but it's not too expensive either. But so. did the job. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I had their um, sweet tea with some spiced rum. Is um, that terrible? It was good, but <laughs> um, no, it was very good. But there was uh, yeah, a lot of sugar involved, um, and I, I ordered a jug with someone else, and I think they got sick of it after about two glasses, and then too I was sweet? yeah, too sweet, and then I was like, well. Someone's got to finish it, so I um I probably had the rest, um, and I think I paid for for it with uh, the amount of sugar. I think I hated all sweet teas and iced teas and that in America. Oh. Eh? I didn't like any of them. Love they sweet tea. To me, they all tasted like they had like that Splendor type sugar in it, like fake sugar. That's yeah. what it tasted to me. I was not a fan. Uh, I I really enjoy sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. I'd always get it. That or Dr Pepper would be the. Well, talking about beverages. Yes. So Sam, you're talking to me about coffee orders the other day. Did you want to dive into that for me? Yeah. Well, um, well, we uh, had to meet here at a certain time, and um, there was no point in me um, going home or anything like that. So I had to do something. Yep. Uh, so I thought I'd, I'd grab a grab a beverage. Ooh, beverage. Mm, um, beverage. 
So, and, and you know, when I get a coffee, I my my go-to order is a ice latte. Doesn't yep. matter the weather, cold, yep. hot. I always get an ice latte. It's just um, your go-to. Yep. It's just me. It's just a hundred percent me. You know. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering what what everyone else's coffee orders may be. You know. Um, flat white, no sugar, as large as possible. I feel, flat white's like the the mature coffee order. Mm. Yeah. For, for a mature man who busts his butt in the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for me, I think, I think it depends. Like, I'll, I'll get cappuccinos, I'll get lattes, I'll get iced lattes. Sometimes I'll even get a frappe. You well, know? Frappe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> frappe doesn't count. Does hey, there's coffee frappes. That's, that's coffee. True. That is true. Um, yeah, it depends on the mood for me. Um, I would say... I'm kind of like you. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not like I have to have an iced latte in the summer. I would get one, even if it's a freezing day. Yeah. It just depends on, do I want an iced latte? Yes. I'm yeah. going to get it. I don't care about the weather. Yeah. Um, with that, does the amount of ice, do you prefer like a certain amount of ice with your iced latte? Um, it doesn't really bother me too much. It doesn't mm. bother me too much. But if you are, if you are nursing it a bit, it does tend to get very watery at the end, which yep. is which is a downside. Um, but just drink it a little bit quicker, and you're all right. Yeah, you know exactly. Have you ever had um like the uh, the dome, you know, like the the fluffy koalas and stuff like that? The um, oh yeah. Uh, what's the oh what's the other one? The crunchy one. You know, it's just like yeah. a shot of a shot of coffee. And then milk, like whipped milk, cream, and, and then, then like the ice, crunchy bits, crushed in. ice, and then the yeah. chocolate on top. Do you rate those? When I was younger, yes. I had one about a year ago. I've lost interest. Lost interest. I've lost interest yeah. in it. It's been, it's been a while since I've been a dome, but um, I do tend I, I do tend to to grab one of those when I do go mm. to the dome. Do you know what is quite good? Domes are affogato. Affogato. Mm. So a hot coffee yeah, with, with a dob of ice cream in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, you know what my... It's naughty. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, um, I used to always get the uh, one litre Harvey Fresh affogato. I actually remember this. You, you would remember that, yep. yeah. Um, some would say that I had a, a mild addiction to uh, leader Harvey Fresh affogados. I think this man used to have about two a week. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, look, I did enjoy them. Um, still the worst decision ever by Harvey Fresh to get rid of them. I think yeah. it's been about seven years since I got rid of them and I'm still just as upset today. Um, but the thing is, when I first found out about the, the one leader affogados, I'm drinking this, I'm like, this is so good, you know, like, this is amazing. And then I'm pretty sure one time I was, like, at a cafe or something, and I was like, oh, affogato, like, I drink I drink one litre of this a day. And like, then you got the actual hot coffee one? And I, yeah, it was like a shot of coffee with the ice cream, and I was like, oh, nice, cool. <laughs> like, so this is what it's meant to be. Yeah. I was like, I'll take the uh, one litre affogato, please. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um... My dad used to actually drink straight condensed milk quite a lot. Oh. What do you think of that? Have you ever condensed. had that? Is that like the flavoured? It's you get it in like the little like sometimes like little cans and that, and it's like condensed milk, so like it's really sweet. Usually they use it in cooking and stuff. Oh yeah, no, I haven't. Oh mate, one um, it's good. 
the first time I went to America, you know the um how they have like the um the flavor, mm-hmm. the um cre- cream. What do they call it? Cream flavor or something like that. Half and half. No, 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 no like oh. creamy soda. Cream soda. No, 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 no coffee. But like it's flavored. Flavored Like to put the flavor into the coffee. You know how like you have like you can add like hazelnut flavor creamer. or whatever. Yeah, creamer. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, obviously, back then I, I really enjoyed flavored milk. Yeah. And um, we'd been in America for a while, hadn't found any flavored milk, and I was like, "Man, needs some flavored milk." Yep. You know, like I just do. Like I just want some flavored milk. And anyway, we went to I don't know Walmart or whatever um, shop that we went to, and I was like, "I have to get some flavored milk," mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, "Oh man, this sucks." And then I found this this section of the fridge, and I was like, "Oh, finally some flavored oh, milk." Oh, you didn't, right? So I ended up grabbing it and I was like, I was like, yeah, got this and I got back in the bus and I was like, sweet, I finally got my flavoured milk. And like I started drinking, I was like, holy crap, this is sweet. I was like, typical Americans making everything way sweeter than it needs to be. Anyway, long story short, a while after I like, I don't know whether I finished it, but someone's like, you're supposed to add that to coffee to like flavour it. And I was like, oh, right. (laughs) Oh my Misunderstood, but yes, yeah. good times. Uh, mate, I've like I can't even imagine how sweet that would have been because I I used to use like the hazelnut one, the yeah. hazelnut creamer yeah. all the time, and because I was the same as you, and like I missed a bit of flavored milk, so I just poured a glass of milk, so not coffee, and yeah. added some hazelnut creamer to it to give it like that flavor. Yeah, and that was pretty average, but that was sweet alone, let alone yeah, just drinking straight. just the creamer straight. <laughs> if you finish that. Son, you got yeah. issues. I do, I do. But <laughs> yeah. Talk, talking about sugar anyway, and we're on the coffee coffee talk. Yeah. Um, Sean Turner, you you've got your Barista Bros, um, iced coffee here. I do. Um, and and you're saying that you you like iced lattes. I like iced iced lattes, and I think everyone likes iced lattes. Um, do you prefer like iced latte from a from a cafe, or like a bottle from like a from a shop. So, I would say before I went to the states, I preferred the bottled stuff. Yeah, I liked how it was very milky, very sweet, and I just loved it. Yeah, and I was very similar to you. I used to always get affogatos or like the big, massive one liter iced coffees and stuff all the time. Yeah, I think going to the states where their iced coffees is literally water and ice, like with their coffee, and then you add creamer to it kind of made me get used to that was in yeah pennsylvania so yeah. it was done anyway yeah right <laughs> um, that kind of made me appreciate iced coffees with less milk because it made my stomach feel better yeah yeah so now i kind of lean towards cafe iced lattes and stuff a bit more because they're not as milky yeah um but that's mainly not even because of taste just because of how it makes my stomach feel yeah, yeah. I, I um i used to obviously like the um the bottled stuff from the shops mm-hmm. um, and there is copious amounts of sugar in each um, bottle um, and uh, but ever since I kind of got to um, the found out about ice lattes mm-hmm. I, I definitely lean towards an ice latte and it's like you know do I want a bottled drink or do I want to get an ice latte you can taste the quality of it and I'd say, I'd say yeah. 9 out of 10 times I'd say Get me an iced latte. 
you know? I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Nixie, I feel like you're not much of an iced latte man. No, nah, not really. No, <laughs> no. Nah. I'd go uh, one of those, you know, old school browns iced coffees. Mm, yeah. You know, like the proper ones. Yeah. Oh, the browns ones, yeah. 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 I don't like the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Ice lattes are the bomb, I reckon, but, you know, that's all right. Each to their own. Each to their own. I struggle to even say latte. Yeah, it's flat white or just coffee, mate. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair, fair enough. Fair enough. It's the testosterone in me. Yeah. Yep. Now that's a man right there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, good one. All right. Good one. Sure, right. you're killing us here. I know, like. killing us, right? One job, one job. That's it, mate, that's it. Okay, so, moving on to this next topic that we wanted to discuss today. So, when you've done a lot of hard work or put a lot of effort into a particular task or some sort of assignment or anything that you're putting your mind to for a longer period of time, what kind of reward do you give yourself so sam for example right now i know you've been working hard for the last few weeks with your prac placement um you're about to be done so what what would you give yourself as a reward for all the hard work that you've been doing um well my my motivation my Mm -hmm. uh external motivation um has definitely been that uh the, the night out with the boys yeah um which has been yeah is um definitely something that i'm looking forward to and it's good every day kind of knowing um that that night is on the horizon Mm -hmm. it's very close um and it it pushes me you know that one foot in front of the other to get me get me through the day um and then i'll probably um buy myself something i think i'm gonna buy some more um nba cards yeah um and then um that's probably it for now, but you know, I might buy myself something else. I like it. I like it. What about you? You got what's your? Have you got kind of like a, a stock standard thing, or you change um, it? Yeah, I guess my my stock standard thing would be probably a night out, something mm-hmm. with the boys, or even just go. Yep, I'm gonna go drinking this night or something like that. Yeah. But if it's nothing related to that, it would probably. I'm a bit of a gamer probably buy myself a new PlayStation game yeah. and anything I want so if it's just come out and it's 90 bucks I'll buy it You're gonna doesn't get matter it. if I've earned it I'll go yep that's what I'm getting I don't feel guilty um, yeah that's probably me right there uh, Nixie what kind of reward would you give yourself um, well I'm back so that's good yep um, for me I probably yeah, I don't know it's, it probably yeah Giving myself some time with some friends or, or family, I think that's probably the biggest reward. Um, I don't know, and then finding the finding a way to celebrate the achievement. So I feel like it's something fairly significant. Just finding a way to, to celebrate that with people I care about. Yeah, yep. I'm not really into buying things. Yeah, you know, really, yeah. I don't. Because when you get old or older, mm-hmm. you got most of the things you need anyway. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's more the experience, more the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair enough. I'll tell you what, I'm excited to get some basketball cards, though. Um, Have you yeah. had any luck with any of the ones you bought yet? Nah, my, my <laughs> highest value card's about $5. Um, but, you know, like, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. Well, I think um, it's with basketball cards, it's what they'll be worth in the future. 
So, like, you get some cards now. You pull a rookie card of of someone that comes through, and then in ten years they end up being a top five That's, player. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's an investment for the future. That's the thing, and it's it's yeah. it's fun just opening them up, um, seeing what you get. The, yeah, the different, it's, all, it's the excitement of opening it, isn't um, it? Yeah, the different the different kind of cards you get. Um, some of them are cool, like you get jersey patches mm-hmm. um, from like game worn jerseys, which are pretty cool. Um, and then it, it, I just because obviously. Um, NBA 2K yeah. has got a, a a game mode called My Team, yeah. which is pretty much just the similar thing, yeah. The game game version of card collecting, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that a new game comes out every year, yeah. right? So you, you people, kids, people spend money on these packs to have these cards for a year, and then even like the cards that you get early on, you don't use them anymore. But then after that year, you don't have those cards anymore. They just that's just in the last game, and then you you got to buy more packs to get new cards again. It's a great money making um, business, let me yeah, say. Yeah, it is great. But um, yeah, you know when you open up the real life packs, mm-hmm. um, you've got those cards there for forever, really. Yeah. You know, so which I think is pretty cool. I agree. But um, yeah. And you can frame them and put them in your shed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's that might be the um. The job uh, very soon actually because mm-hmm. they're ready to be um, put back up. I've uh, changed my, my my cards, new favourites. Um, so we're talking about this uh, reward night that we're going to have. Yeah. What is your perfect itinerary, Mr. Sam? Um, well, you know my perfect itinerary, and you've gone absolutely against the grain with your suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah. Um, but you know, luckily, um, I'm happy as long as that um, we're going out. And having a good time. We can have a good time anywhere. doesn't really matter. But, um, yeah, look, it's hard to look past some Long Island iced teas at Brass Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, that's, that's completely honest. Um, but obviously we're going somewhere else. Um, but that doesn't mean that maybe we can have a quick stop at Brass Monkey. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Where are we going? I actually don't. Know. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you never show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fresh out. Yeah. You are. You're going where we tell you to go. Yeah. Yeah, you got no choice. That. I respect that. Do you guys need me to carry anything yeah. for you? Yeah. 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 No, we're right. Um, so actually, I wanted to talk about something that's not on our little list, but uh, on the weekend, um, the WNBL all congregated in Queensland. Yeah. Um, and they're having a a season of. 30, basically 30 days and 14, 14 games in 30 days. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty in, insane. Yeah. Um, obviously, our local team, the Perth Lynx, uh, are there. So firstly, I just want to wish a couple of my players, Nashea Williams and Kayla Steindl, um, mm-hmm. some luck over there. Hopefully, they do really, really well. Um, but what do you think about playing 14 games in 30 days? It would be tough, but I reckon it would be sick as well. I reckon mm. it would be good fun. It's like a... Remember when state champs used to be like, the thing when you're like yeah. 12 or 13 like yeah. Yeah. state chance just like that whole weekend um, like it would be pretty cool like you just smash out a season in, in a month like there's not not much training happening but yeah, yeah like just play games which is kind of nice yeah. yeah play games hang out with your teammates like yeah. I think it would be pretty cool something different good experience so do you think in that sort of environment because you don't have time to train and you've got some review time so you can get on but mm-hmm. like you're playing a game every two days with a bunch of double headers yep. um, how do you like it's the most talented team that wins that surely the deepest yep. most talented team 
Like, it's not about coaching. It's not about any of that. It's whoever's got the most talent. Would you agree or not? Not always. And I'm a it coach. De- it depends. So. I feel like it depends how much work they are still putting off the court. Because, like, you could easily go, oh, yeah, we're playing, we're playing, and we're not going to do anything at all at training. But if you've got a coach that's insane and wants to go and do scouting every every game and go over scouting report every single day and I don't know just put in all that extra work then I guess that could also have an impact um, but do you think like you're going to burn your players out like you got a game oh yeah it review, could just burn you out yeah game review it's just like it'd be like you know um, Groundhog Day great movie by the way every oh, day is exact, exactly the same yeah, every yeah. day um, yeah I mean I think I think it's also going to be kind of the team that's that can stay focused for those those thirty days. Mm. Like it'd be very, I think it'd be pretty easy to to go to not be focused in that environment. Mm-hmm. Like you can go one or two ways. You know, some people might thrive in that environment. Like that's what they're born like, just basketball, basketball, basketball. And then some others might go crazy because it's basketball, basketball, basketball. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you know how certain people, if they get a loss, they can't let it go for the next day or two afterwards. Yeah. Do you think if you lose in that situation, is that going to have a much bigger impact? Do you reckon you could change some losses really quickly if you're playing that often? Yeah, possibly. I was, mm. I was actually thinking that you could get over a loss quicker, but mm. if you, you have loss after loss after loss, mm. that could be even worse. You, know, you could just go, ah, oh, this yeah. isn't working, and just kind of yeah. give up for the whole 30 days, hey? Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah. You want to get a good start. If you don't get a good start, you're in trouble. Yeah, and that, it's just yeah, it's probably not the best environment either. If you you start getting on a losing run, well, yeah, because you yeah, got no, the, you know, like there's no, no escape. Yeah, no escape. Nah, like where are you going? Uh, let's hang out with more of my teammates that are probably sad as well. That we're <laughs> a little bit losing, like this great, is depressing. Great, yeah, great team around. Anyone want to play Uno? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to lose again. <laughs> and then you lose your Uno. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I thought that was interesting. Um, Obviously, the other big sport thing that's happening at the moment uh, is uh, the AFL trade period's open. And I'll be 100% honest with you, I haven't seen a thing. I've been too busy. But I feel like because the season's sort of just finished and, like, I'm not seeing as much interest or as much news on that as as I have in the past. I, I feel like the AFL maybe, maybe should have had a gap. Um. Yeah, I don't really keep up with football, so I, I um I don't have much idea really. Mm. Um, I have seen like every once in a while something pops up, like someone might be going there, mm. but it's not like I I take massive mm. interest or or notice of what's going on with football. I literally see nothing. I must look up absolutely no AFL whatsoever. I don't even get any ads pop up for it. Nothing. I haven't heard anything about it in forever. Uh, that's, that's probably good for you. Yeah. Um, actually, and the last thing, last thing on sport, um, the SBL has been rebranded to NBL One. It's, yeah. it's official. Um, so I just think that probably impacts a little bit to, to some of the people that, that listen. Um, but what I'd sort of like to reiterate is probably just a sticker at this point in time. The same people run the league. The same teams are in the league. Um, so I, I don't expect other than the fact we might be able to recruit different players because of the NBL badge mm-hmm. um, it's going to be pretty pretty similar I'd imagine I mean I'm wondering how it will impact some of the f- some fans like do you reckon it will actually get more fans to come 
Because oh, I've, find, yeah. from what I've heard from just like students at school, they're like, sir, have you heard it's now NBL one? Like it's a bigger league now. We got to go watch it. Like, sir, it's NBL one. Oh really? That's what the students are saying. Wow. I, th- I think you might get just well, probably just like every um, start of the season where it's like, oh, let's go check out a game to see if there's anyone new, like what the new imports are like mm-hmm. or something like that. So I think you'll get the same thing of a lot of people might be like, oh, it's NBL One West now. Let's let's go check it out, see what's about, and then they go watch a few games and be like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, like, yeah, Sam King Curtis is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think it might because of the branding, like yeah. attract different sponsors and obviously different players, and and obviously from the sound of what you're saying, mm-hmm. some more people, but. I can't imagine, particularly with the fact that, like, when are imports? When are people going to be able to travel from America? That's you know, true. yeah, um, like, you know, that's so, been messed up for a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think the standard will be similar to what it was this year, to be honest. So, um, yeah, short turnarounds, and I know it's more sport, and we really we don't uh, we don't do a lot of sport brand on the ourselves. Show. Yeah. So why not? Let's just yeah. smash it out all in one, and yeah. then um, <laughs> you won't hear about it for another six months. The WWE. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the, that's something to watch. The, the um. <laughs> NBA's got their um, proposed start date as well, December twenty second, mm. um, which is a very short turnaround. Cause, so it's November tenth now. They've still got to get free agency, and they've still got to get the draft in and training camp, and a country that's still COVID bloody riddled. Yes, like, how, um, are they going to have multiple hubs? What are they going to uh, do? No idea what they're doing, yeah. but they've um, yeah they've proposed. Well, December twenty two, they've pretty much locked it in. Yeah, as the well. start date um, that'll be impressive if they pull that off yeah so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes um, and I think 72 game season not 82 yeah 72 game, game yeah. season um, yeah. but the, yeah the main thing was because I think the players wanted to start in, in January yeah um, but the, the league wanted to start in December just so they can get that extra month of revenue obviously because they're already behind the eight ball with um, players contracts and stuff like that so they were really pushing for um, yeah. the earlier start, but yeah, it'll be be uh, interesting to see what happens. Really, like rookies won't get like much of a training camp. They'll just be like, I don't. Is there going to be a summer league? Like, I don't think there'll be a summer league. Like, it's just no, nah, no. Nah. Like, you're just going to get thrown in the deep end. Really, like, I wonder if rookies will have a tougher transition this year then. Well, I'm thinking rookie might be better for rookies, to be honest, because yeah. they're if they're in a hub type situation, they're living and breathing basketball. There's none of that external, you know. He's a rookie. Um, he's going out in the town. He's getting treated like a god. They can't go out. They have mm-hmm. to focus on basketball. So it could actually be a real positive. Yeah. Um, but it, it can be all consuming as it is, and they just need to find ways to to keep themselves sort of focused on the prize, but not 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll, um, it'll probably be good for the older rookies as well. Because some teams might be like, oh, there's not much training camp or anything like that. We might need to um, get ourselves a rookie that's a little bit older that maybe, you know, is a little bit more ready just to plug in for a few minutes to play straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Staying in America. Yeah. I, um, I heard that Donald Trump yep. said that if he loses the election, he will leave the US forever. And that Joe said Biden. I did say that. That was pretty. That was pretty. That was pretty good. Yeah. I respect that a lot. Yeah. Where, where's he going? Yeah, I don't know. Probably heard, not not, not Mexico. Yeah. Definitely not Mexico. No, I've heard he's still chucking up a fuss like about all the votes and that. I think he's still fighting it even now. 
didn't he cheat to win the first time with like Russian like rigging the the election with Russian technology or something? Sounds right. Yeah. So. But now he's complaining about other people cheating this time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know there was cases where people had technically done the wrong thing. Yeah. Like I think, what was it? One state had a bunch of votes, and they were all done by people who are currently dead. Really? Yep. <laughs> so that was interesting. Uh, yeah, my buddy was on the phone to me from America the other day, like telling me all that stuff, and I had no idea about it. Wow. So that's pretty messed up. I didn't know zombies. Well, because COVID is pretty much like a like an apocalypse. I didn't it, know it is zombies could vote. <laughs> they <laughs> might they might have changed their laws on that. I don't know. Yeah. But be more inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, if he, I mean. Trump's probably got his own private island anyway, doesn't he? So it's like... Well, he's got a, a hotel chain. Yeah, like, it's, it's not he, like he's not going to have yeah, somewhere to stay. Like, yeah, so, mate, you saved your time. Have a holiday. <laughs> You've got the take, money to do it. Take, take the holiday. Break. Take a break. I take, wouldn't care. Yeah. Well, I wonder, like, because someone like him, who's obviously like a multi-billionaire, like he's, he's extremely mm-hmm. wealthy. Yeah. Like, presidents have like a... Uh, uh, what is it called? A pension for yeah. the rest of the rest of their life. So they get paid like two hundred and fifty. I don't know how much it is, but it's a lot of money. Yeah. Like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year or something for the rest of their life until till they die. Really? Yeah. Um, because they serve for serve their country. So that's what they you know. And it's probably the highest pressure job on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but does he take that? Like, if you really are about <laughs> your country and you've got that much money, do you take that? I don't no, <laughs> no, but they will. <laughs> like, I still would. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't need it. Like I love my country. Yeah. I led my country. I don't need this money. You keep the money and invest it. Really it. doesn't. Yeah. Or invest. Say every year I'd invest that into I don't know poverty stricken areas in the country and give them education or, or something. You know, but you maybe know. a good healthcare system. Yeah, you know. maybe a healthcare yeah, system. Yeah, a healthcare system, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that he's that that cell is going to fix America's health problems, but you know, no. contributing to something that's you know, actually going to help their country move forward. Or if you're out there listening, uh, Donald, uh, you know, podcast <laughs> opinions unqualified could use two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, you, yeah. you could invest in in the pod. Uh, yeah, Mr. Well, we don't even need that. Just give us like one yeah. percent of that. <laughs> we're not even we're not anti-Trump at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we respect you. <laughs> yeah, we respect your money. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just I think it's interesting to see the way that that country is going more than anything else. And look, without being educated, because our our podcast is about being unqualified, I'm not ex- exactly sure how much better Biden's going to be looking at uh, at some of the conversations mm-hmm. I've seen on the news and, and different things. But you know, I guess you know, is it better the devil you know, or is it you know we've got to try something new because this devil is pretty damn bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows. Um, but it is interesting because obviously with all this stuff going on mm-hmm. and people are talking about it and to be honest with you, I really dislike talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I understand the importance of it but it's like at the same time, there's not much that we can do about it. Um, yep. So, you know, you can pay attention to it but like when it dominates conversation, it annoys me a bit because I'm just like, well, like, let's talk about something happy or something, you know. Well, mm-hmm. oh, it depends on your perspective. If yeah. you're Joe Biden, it's a pretty happy subject. Well, yeah, <laughs> that is true. But um, like I'm hearing a lot of people like, oh, I'm never going to go to America now mm. anymore because it's crazy over there or whatever. Um, me personally, I'm like, well, I'd probably go back there, you know, like 
for a holiday. I would 100% go back. Um, this changes nothing for me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. So, and I found it really interesting. And it's um, kind of leads into taking risks, I guess. Um, you know, people say that I don't want to go back. To, I would never go back to America. Uh, but then they cross the road straight after they say that sentence. Which really is also taking a risk. Without looking both ways. Without looking yeah. both ways. But is it more dangerous to cross the road here after saying it or cross the road in America? <laughs> that's the question. That's, yeah. But, I mean, you know, and then where, where else are you going to go on your holiday if you're not going to America? You're going to fly somewhere else. So you're taking I'm a risk. I'm telling you now, we're from, we're from Perth. We're going to Bali. Let's yeah. be honest. I would rather, I'd feel safer in America than Bali. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. like, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of things... Calculated risks, you know, mm. just relax. How do we calculate the risk, though? That's the thing. Like, if you're talking about traveling to a country as wide and as diverse and as America, how can you calculate that risk? Like, do you put a risk management plan in to say, look, I can only go to these certain areas, or do you, like, yeah. how, do you cal- how do you calculate the risk? Yeah, I think you, you have a look and you see, you know, like, suss out a place that you want to go, and then if you're like, Check it out, see what it's like, you know, how the yep. how it's going there. If you were, say you're a 70-year-old, does your opinion change about going to America right now? Oh, depends. Mm. I think, like, do you know people there? Well, it's considering what COVID is and how it affects people that are older. I wouldn't go. If I was that old, I wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. Um, well, cru- cruising is what they do, bro. Yeah. 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 But, um, I mean, it's more when COVID's kind of... Over, over. Oh, over. Well, then um, there's, oh, it's America's America again. So yeah, but yeah, there's, you know, there's guns in pockets and there's yeah, yeah. But there's people there's, like you just yeah. do your research, know which areas to avoid, and that's it. Yeah, there's people like dead set like I'll never go. Like I won't go back there. Do you really? know? Do you know yeah. why that is though? Because peop- it's a lot of people. A lot of people I know of saying that haven't actually been there. So they all they see about like America and even some other countries is all the negative media. Yeah, it's like. You're only seeing all the negatives. You've never actually been there. You don't know what it's like. Well, there's a lot of good people there. Oh, yeah, just absolutely. Like, just like there is here. It's just their media is insane. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> they that, over-dramatize everything. That's what they do. That's, yeah. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think with media, like it's, it's driven by whoever, whoever's opinion is in control of what we're seeing. So yep. it's like, like the whole propaganda thing in China. I don't know if we've discussed this before, but... We, we might have discussed it before, but um, where the Chinese government years and years and years ago used to show pictures of the American slums yep. and say to their people that the Americans are poor, we need to contribute money to save these poor American kids, and then the government would take that money and put it into their military. <laughs> so all of these people in China, and then when they opened up to Western society, these Americans came, and I heard this from a Chinese person, these Americans came. And they're like, oh, how can you afford to come to China? Like, how can you afford to get here? Like, you guys are poor. Like, yeah. we contribute money to you guys. And they're like, no, we're actually the richest economy in the world at that stage. Now, China's yeah. obviously the richest economy in the world. But, yeah, like, that's insane. Crazy. So, that's their media driving, you know, what people's perception well, is. Well, so they do say the power of media is um, mm. crazy. Yeah. Really. People tend to believe whatever they, whatever they hear, really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think the the power of the media's changed a little bit now with 
just how connected the world Everyone, is with social yeah. media and, and yeah. the fact that we've got cameras on us 24 hours a day and we can, you know, so if, if something's sort of happening, we can be journalists ourselves, I guess, truth tellers to some degree. Mm. Yeah, it's um, a lot easier for, for all other information to get out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Sorry to be the negative one here, but social media also is a way that spreads oh, fake yeah. news very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. And people don't research it, they will click it on their social media, go, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Sean and has then, three legs. Yeah, Sean <laughs> has three legs. Oh, what a, what a weird guy. I didn't actually look further, actually read the article yeah. and go, oh, yeah, that's not real news. Yeah. So yeah. that's a little bit of an issue, Wait, too, isn't it? The crazy I've seen as well is. Um, the technology now, they can get videos of very important people. With three legs. With three <laughs> yeah. legs. And, yeah. and, um, and make them say something. Obviously, like using different words that they've said mm. in previous interviews or whatever. And then make it as if that they're sitting down wherever that in that video saying what the people have made them want, want to say. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Technology is insane. Mm. Insane. You know, and how some of like some of that technology you can't even tell that they they've edited that exactly. So it's, yeah, it's pretty scary. Right. Although yeah. if we ever post a picture of Nixie's gym progress, hundred percent legitimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not, not fabricated at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might get might, might get a picture of Arnold and then <laughs> put my head on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how we go. I'm not sure how. Actually, is Arnold too big? Or was he too big? Yeah, that's well. All those those people are massive, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. That's too. He's big. a freak. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be that big. No, it's too much work. Yeah, how much <laughs> you gotta eat? Yeah, yeah. It makes eating not fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Ah, you know, yeah. No, I wouldn't want to be that big. So I think we started talking about taking risks. So um, I guess the question is, well, actually, the statement is probably it depends on on what you're risking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for the experience of going to America, you're probably gonna we're, we the three of us are gonna take that risk. Yeah. Because of the experience, and we've been there, and we love it, and it's one of the I feel like one of the best countries in the world still, like incredible yeah. place to visit. I'd want to go see friends and yeah, all the people I met over there and that as well. Yeah. So it's, it makes it worthwhile. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so yeah. if if I think the if the reward sort of outweighs the risks, yeah, yeah, you take the risks. I think yeah, it's like anything really as well. You, you know, you calculate the risk, and then you. You kind of you make a plan from that, don't you? Yep. Yeah, I agree. You see a good-looking woman you you like at the bar, the risk of getting rejected versus the reward of going on a date. You know, same thing. <laughs> What's that like? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not something we've experienced. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might actually uh, put my head on the Sean Turns body. <laughs> that might be that might be a better a, a better well, idea. So. I mean, uh, I wonder how this podcast has been, Nixie. Well, I don't know. I missed the first half. So. <laughs> but um, I wonder what listening to us right now, because obviously people are used to listening to us. Yep. Me on one side, you on the other side, yep. and not in the middle. Not, not, a, not a unity of, of voices coming through their uh, mm. headphones. Um, so it'll be, it's, I can't wait to hear the feedback. Do you think like could be a possibility? Say that we've got someone that listens every single week, and their head's been so used to listening to me in their left ear that their left left ear is going to get withdrawals, <laughs> just not from hearing only my voice. Yeah, it'd be interesting yeah. to see. 
Like, you could go, this is not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... I will never listen to this podcast again. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I, there's a chance. Yeah. Someone might not. If we lose multiple viewers or listeners, I guess I should say, then we know. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, be sure to let us know. We um, once again made it here. Um, number 29. Uh, hopefully it was it was good. Um, and, and we should keep on building. Um, our, our personal schedule, or my personal schedule, will uh, lighten slightly. Um, Mine lightens after next week. After this weekend. So um, hopefully we, um, we can uh, add in some more cool stuff and a little bit more engaging, different um, whatnots. Um, keep an eye out for the shirt. The shirt will be posted at some point in time. Um, and continue sharing to everyone. Um, the more listeners, the better. Um, and we value each and every one of our viewers. Um, yeah. And I love that open-ended, the shirt will be at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> that just gives us some freedom. <laughs> I like exactly. That. No pressure. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the Sean Turn for driving the ship today. I reckon that's a good job. Little golf clap. Good job. Um, again, socials, hashtags. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs>